This is the Read to Lead podcast, episode 373. As a leader, you need to be the dumbest person in the room. You need to be the one who doesn't always have an answer. You need to sit there in this quiet uncomfortableness and wait for an answer. As Father's Day fast approaches, I'm recommending a book filled with humor, humility, and powerful lifelong lessons for everyone. Hi, I'm Jeff Brown, and this is the Read to Lead podcast, the podcast dedicated to your personal and professional growth. This is the place for nearly eight years now where you and I together sit down with another successful and inspiring author, and we chat about their latest book and their unique insights on things like personal and professional growth, leadership, productivity, career, business, marketing, sales, entrepreneurship, and plenty more. Today, we're joined for the second time by author Brian Sanders. We'll be digging into his brand new book, Just in Time for Father's Day, called Be Like Dad, 50 Stories for Life and Leadership. I'll be asking Brian to share why he felt it so important to share lessons learned from his own father with a larger audience. What he would say to someone who hears the title thinks of their own father, but not as someone to model. What he ultimately hopes readers get out of the book and much more. Over the last eight years, as I have had the chance to interview nearly 400 authors, people from all walks of life and successful in their respective industries, I've come to determine that there are five things, five personal habits that nearly all of them have in common. And I write about those five habits and how to install them into your own life in a new ebook I've written called Dream Big, Five Personal Habits That Will Supercharge Your Life. It's a short, about 25, 26 page ebook, and it's yours absolutely free. You can get it right now when you go to readtoleadpodcast.com and simply fill in your name and email address in the form in the upper right of the page. One more time, it's Read to Lead podcast.com to grab my free ebook called Dream Big, Five Personal Habits That Will Supercharge Your Life. Brian Sanders is passionate about leadership and he serves as the executive vice president of Positive Alternative Radio, leading a team that runs five of the most award-winning and fastest growing Christian radio stations in the country. He is a prolific writer. He first appeared here just six months ago in fact, six months ago today, to discuss his last book, Leadership Influence. He's already working on his next book, uh, but first, he's joining us today to talk about his current book. <laughs> and that book is called Be Like Dad, uh, 50 Stories of Life and Leadership. It's a thrill to welcome him back. Uh, Brian, thanks for being here again. Thank you, sir. It's an honor to be invited back. Well, Be Like Dad, 50 Stories of Life and and leadership. I've got to ask you first off, what was it like growing up being Jack Sanders' son? It was an honor. Hmm. Um, it was uh, just, uh, I could sum it up like that. Absolute honor. Dad was in the Air Force for 20 years, so tough, disciplined, but fun. Hmm. Uh, loved to laugh, loved to tell stories. He was a believing doubter. <laughs> uh, he loved things, you know, he was very much a logical man. He wanted to, to believe it. He needed to touch it, to feel it, mm. but loved to hunt, loved to fish. He was a, he's a man's man. He was from a different generation. You know, you didn't cry, you suffer through it. Um, <laughs> but it was an honor to be the son of Jack Sanders. 
Now, I have to say that, that my relationship with my dad sounds very similar to the kind of relationship you had with your dad, and they had many of the same interests as well, I think, fishing being one of them. Uh, what would you say to someone, though, who hears the title, Be Like Dad, maybe thinks of their own father, uh, but not as someone to model, necessarily? A great question. I've already had response from folks who's, who have said this, and I could show you message after message after message. This was never the intention of the book. Just, mm. just, just understand that. I've had messages from people who've said, Brian, I did not have a good relationship with my dad growing up, or my dad was abusive, or mm. my dad was absent. They've said, I'm buying your book to adopt your dad. Mm. You talk about having allergies at that moment. Um, <laughs> you start to get allergies and you're like, oh, you know, keep it together here. And I've heard that from multiple people. And now that the first copies have shipped and I'm getting response, these folks are saying, your dad is now my dad. So to those folks, I'd like to say this, give my dad a chance. Take him out for a spin <laughs> and just see what you think. Man, what a cool sort of uh, spin, I guess, for lack of a better word. I love that sort of take on it. I never planned that. That was It was never the objective of the book. And I have to say this, I think that honors dad's life well, that other people would be like, okay, I'm going to adopt him as my dad. Don't make me cry, Jeff, please, okay? <laughs> okay, I'll try not to. <laughs> what about me, let alone you? <laughs> Well, Brian, why was it important to you to, to share these lessons? Talk through the sort of the writing process and even coming up with the idea to do this kind of book in the first place. Interesting question you just asked me. Why was it important for you to share these lessons with others? Okay, I'm going to share a secret. Please don't turn off this podcast. <laughs> I don't write for like you, the listener. I write for me. Mm. We lost dad August 2018 from the day he was diagnosed with cancer until the day he died. It was seven weeks. Wow. Stage four melanoma. It had spread to his lungs, to his hips, uh, to his liver. And so it was seven weeks. I wrote this book for me so I could honor dad. I could process the memories or at least 50 of them that I have of dad. And it's a way for me to tell dad's story and to get very personal. Uh, me and my wife, we could never have kids. And that problem is with me. It wasn't with her. So this is a way for me to pass on the Sanders legacy in a way to, to like other people and his stories and, when, and yet what he taught me. So for me, it's important because it helped me. So I'm going to say this. If you had a good dad or a bad dad, you should read Be Like Dad. Because one, it'll help you remember good stuff about your dad. And second, my dad would have loved to be your dad. Well, what would be one of your favorite stories from the book? Maybe one that you think back on the most fondly as you were, as you were writing it. There are two stories. When people read the book, they come back and say, did that really happen? <laughs> yes, that really happened. Um, now, this is going to shock some of you. And don't email Jeff. You can email me. <laughs> and it's brian at parfm.com. I worked at a local radio station while in high school. I was 15, 16 years old. I did the afternoon drive, and it was a country radio station. One of my high school friends, I got her a job there. 
and we weren't dating. We were just friends. And that afternoon, we had an argument. I mean, shock. And we're high schoolers. We are high schoolers. So we start screaming at each other. Mm. Now, nobody threw a fist. Well, the midday guy, I'm just going to call him Bob just to save his identity. Bob comes in and he looks at me and he screams, stop screaming at her. And I just turned around and he grabbed my shirt, pulled me out of the chair. He then pulled a fist back. Now, this guy is 35, 40 years old. I'm 15 in a workplace. He pulls a fist back and he goes to punch me and he stops just short and he puts a finger in my face. Mm. If you ever scream at her again, if I ever catch you raising your voice at her again, well, I mean, I'm just like, I'm shaking in my boots. <laughs> well, everybody calms down and, you know, we, the, you know, and the shift ends and I go home and I get home and dad's sitting there. He says, son, how was your day? Well, I told him. Dad goes to the phone and calls one of his best friends. I'm going to use the name Sam because I don't want to out this guy. And all that dad says is, Sam, get over here. We got an issue. Now, I have no idea what that meant. Now, Jeff, what I'm about to tell you, I swear on a stack of Bibles happened. And you can call my mom. And she even called me because she just finished the book. She said, son, Irish. She says, I can't believe you shared that. <laughs> Sam pulls in the driveway. Dad goes to the gun rack and gets a 20 gauge off the gun rack. He says, get in the truck. Well, there is his friend, Sam. He's got a 12 gauge. Well, this is deep Louisiana, y'all. Okay. This is deep Louisiana, 1980s. Don't judge me. Okay. <laughs> Dad had a gun rack in the back of the truck. Dad puts his gun there. Sam puts his gun there. We tear out of the driveway. All of a sudden, we're flying down Hickory Grove Road. Dad pulls in this guy's driveway. It's gravel, slams on the brake. You hear gravel flying. Dad throws it in park. Dad gets out, grabs the gun. At this point, I'm thinking, I'm going to juvie. <laughs> oh, boy. Dad gets out. Sam gets out. Sam grabs his gun. Dad says, Bob. Dad didn't go up to the porch. He didn't ring the doorbell. He didn't knock on the door. Dad just starts screaming the name. Bob comes out. Who is it? Dad says, this is Jack Sanders. If you ever touch my son again, boom, dad fires off around straight up into the sky. Wow. Do you understand what might happen to you? And Bob didn't answer. Dad says, Bob, this is Jack Sanders. I'm the father of Brian Sanders. Let me make myself clear. If you ever touch him again, boom, dad fires off a second round. Bob goes, yes, sir. I understand it'll never happen again. Dad turns around and says, Sam, get in the truck. We get in the truck. I am just like, oh, my, this just happened. We get home. Mom had been out bowling. She's part of a bowling league. You know, we just keep it classy down in Louisiana, y'all. <laughs> Dad's out, you know, firing rounds in the sky. Mom's off bowling, gets back. Mom's like, where y'all been? So we told her. And mom, I, this, is, this is what mom said. Mom looked at, at Dad and said, did you handle it? Dad said, yes, I did. She says, very good. That story's in the book. <laughs> and you had to go back and face Sam then, or Bob the next day at work. <laughs> Let me just say this. Bob, I, I had the best relationship with Bob at work after that. <laughs> he never gave me another problem. I wonder why. 
and this is the lesson. Protect the ones you love. Now, don't go out and get a gun, but dad loved me enough. He's willing to put everything on the line. Don't touch his son. That's the lesson. <laughs> well, uh, obviously, throughout the book, you know, when you say be like dad, you're, you're not suggesting that your dad was without fault or, no. you know, was perfect in any way. So ultimately, what do you hope people get out of, out of reading the book? I hope they take away some life lessons. I hope they take away leadership lessons. What I did is I took these stories that dad and I experienced together. And I wrote these stories down. And from those stories, I drew leadership principles. I want people to take away that every experience you have, every conversation you have, there's something to be learned from it. And with my dad, I took these 50 stories, wrote them down, and then I drew out of it some wisdom. This is what that taught me. This is how that made me a better leader today. That's what I hope they take away from it. Well, last time we talked, I got some uh, book recommendations uh, from you, um, but I wanted to ask you more generally for some insight, Brian, into your history with reading. I know you're an avid reader and the impact that books have had on your life. How would you say the habit of reading consistently and intentionally uh, has played a role in, in, in your success in life and in, in your career? When I answer it this way, reading reminds you that, that you're stupid <laughs> and that helps you as a leader. Because as a leader, you need to be the dumbest person in the room. Mm. You need to be the one who doesn't always have an answer. You need to sit there in this quiet uncomfortableness and wait for an answer. Reading helps me realize that. It also informs me. It inspires me. It gives me an idea. If Listen, if I can read an entire book and get one idea out of it, as to how I can ask a question better, how I can do something better, then I've, I've won. Also, take a lower view of yourself. We don't know everything for Pete's sake. Mm. And this is a newsflash. Your team knows you don't know everything. <laughs> but yet as leaders, we like to act like we do. Let them see you reading. Let them see you learning. And they'll follow suit. And they'll get better. It took me a while to learn that. I used to think that leadership meant having all the answers. Mm. It took me a couple of decades to realize that the opposite actually was true. <laughs> that uh, When you surround yourself, like you said, with people smarter than you, uh, that's when you and your team have a chance to do some pretty awesome things. Well, uh, the book again is called Be Like Dad, 50 Stories of Life and Leadership. You can find out more about him at uh, Brian Sanders Author. Dot com. I encourage you to check out the site for uh, more information on not only this book, but uh, Brian's previous books and the work that he is doing. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for coming on the show again. I think this makes the second fastest return visit in the history of the Read to Lead podcast. I really appreciate you uh, being such a prolific writer and coming back to, to visit us just a few months later. Thank you, sir. It's been my honor. It's always a joy, Jeff. And good luck on your book as well. I've already pre-ordered it, so I'm excited to get it. As someone who lost my father the same year Brian lost his dad, and whose dad shared some of the same traits as Brian's father, I found his book to be real heartwarming and encouraging, and I think you will too. Find out more about it, more about Brian, go to readtoleadpodcast.com slash 373 for episode 373. 
And you know, anytime you're listening to an episode of the Read to Lead podcast, if you feel led to share it with others, if you feel led to rate and review the podcast, all those things are appreciated. It helps us grow. It helps us to get more easily found by other people. Anytime you take any of those actions, it's going to increase the likelihood of others finding the show. And let me just say thank you in advance when you do that. Lastly, remember not to squander the opportunity to get a free copy of my new ebook, Dream Big, Five Personal Habits That Will Supercharge Your Life. You can go to my website's main page or the show notes page for this episode that I mentioned a moment ago to get it. Just put your name and email address in the form that's at the upper right of the page. That address one more time, readtoleadpodcast.com slash 373. Thanks so much for listening. I do really appreciate it. We've got some great interviews, great episodes coming up for you in the next few months. Thank you for coming back again week after week. Well, that does it for this week. I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, remember, leaders read and readers lead. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.